14 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our Thought Leader Thursday segment here on the Mighty Metro. And uh, this Thursday, uh, I should say, because it can't just be a week. And uh, I guess with a, a youthful nation like we have, uh, maybe uh, we should be making the case uh, for having... Um, uh, this consideration of young people uh, spanning through all of the 365 or 66 uh, days of uh, the year because uh, that is the main constituency, if we can put it that way. Uh, so uh, this evening, uh, we kick things off uh, with the first segment of our Thought Leader Thursday. And uh, for the next few weeks or so, we'll be speaking to young people that are uh, really, um, I guess, uh, you know, shapeshifters and uh, path setters in the spaces that they operate in. And today is certainly no different as we kick things off. My guest, uh, Tim Bingosi Chosopi, is the president of the South African Youth Council, which is a civil society organization that is an umbrella body of youth organizations from different backgrounds in the country. He's involved uh, in policy processes at NEDLAC, which is the uh, body for social dialogue between different social partners in South Africa. Uh, and uh, a young person who's certainly been involved in activism uh, over the years, and he joins me now and is my guest. Klegaz, Maskwam Gerape Metro FM Talk. Good evening. Evening, Ayabonga, uh, evening to to your listeners. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much, Mande. Bulela Kulungospa, Ituwa, I'm trying to speak to you. Um, and, uh, you know, I was saying as we started um, that, uh, you know, it's always encouraging uh, that South Af- in South Africa, many, you know, young people and in particular young leaders are always eager uh, to put their shoulders to the wheel and oftentimes uh, they might not necessarily get that opportunity. Uh, so for us, it's a great opportunity to be able to profile uh, you know, young leaders like yourself uh, and uh, to be able to bring your story to the people of South Africa. And let's maybe start off there, uh, Tembingosi. Ngubanu Tembingosi, where did the uh, you know, love for a community and the love for activism start uh, for you? Okay, Tembingosi is uh, just a, a, an ordinary person, young person from Port Elizabeth, it's Sweden in particular. And uh, <clears throat> one would say that Tenogos' uh, love for community started, uh, you know, um, as early as about 2003. Um, when I used to frequent the library in Sweden, that was just a build. Um, it was identified to become the first uh, secretary of the Friends of, of the Library, mm. simply because I used to frequent the library. And I was very young, and I was quite shocked. I didn't even know uh, where I would start writing minutes and so on. But I served with elders uh, quite, uh, I mean, who were at the age of my father at the time. Wow. But I was part of the committee, <clears throat> and to the first committee of the Friends of the Library in Sweden. But fast forward, I then became football in the community. Mm. Strangely, when I was involved in football, I was selected to be part of a team that will represent the whole community of Sweden in inter-community games. But as I was training, the president of the association decided that I would not become part of the squad. Instead, <clears throat> I should become the manager so, of so the squad. So, was the administrator. Yes. <laughs> so, I was, I, was, I was selected to play in the under-15. Uh, but in the process, as we were training as a squad, mm. uh, the president then, Mr. McAuliffe, said, look, uh, just become a manager. You no longer be a player. <clears throat> I think that's where then the thing started. Mm. Fast forward, um, I then, of course, went to varsity. Um, I became uh, an active, you know. And strangely, in my first, in my first year, 
um, <clears throat> I was then identified, uh, you know, within six months having been there. In fact, I actually started to assist first years like myself to, to, to resolve their problems. Mm. Although I did not know the system that much, and I was made a, a presidential candidate on my first year arriving at varsity <clears throat> uh, at the time under what they called the Azanian Students Congress. Mm. Um, the same year, I was then elected around 2004, the deputy chairperson of the office of the Southern Union Council in Nelson Mandela Bay. Mm. <clears throat> at the time, I deputized uh, Mr. Andre Lungisa. And the journey started of activism, but tracing back from the community, fast forward, and I then went to, I served in the Youth Council of Nelson Mandela Bay until 2007, because I said to them that I could not finish my second term because I had to go on your Pangela, Ekapa. But even when I arrived in Cape Town, in the Western Cape in particular, the, the Youth Council was not active. So the, the head office of the Youth Council said, look, look, can you start building the structures that side? Mm. So I became the convener of the province. Sure. And we built my collective a vibrant province in the Western Cape. Look, it is known. Its record speaks for itself. Mm. It used to be quite active. And we made a lot of uh, policy submissions. Sure. And I, I, then, I, I then led that province for two terms until late 2013. Mm. Um, then I could not even finish my term there. <laughs> I was then called out to come and serve nationally sure, as sure. a general secretary. And then subsequently... In 2017, I became the president. Mm. But throughout this process, I've always uh, identified myself with those who can't speak for themselves, mm. uh, those who cannot access uh, a, a certain corners and certain quarters, that whenever I, I access issues like Nedlet, I must not forget mm. where I come from, mm. and those who cannot raise issues sure. that affect them. Nagacho, so, so, so let, let's okay. do this. Let's do this. Songamelwa zindengi songoku. So I want us okay. to quickly take a spot break. But when we come back, I want you to unpack this world of policy because I think you know many young people who come from civic organisations, the sports movement, and many other spaces uh, are often you know good organisers in that space. But sometimes uh, there's always the question of how do we then make the leap to policy as another terrain or sphere of, uh, of struggle. And I want us to, to unpack how you've managed to deal with that um, okay. and some of the issues that you found there. Uh, so I want us to maybe pause there for a second and when we come back, we'll continue after this. Okay. Okay. It is indeed, and 24 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our Thought Leader Thursday segment and our Thought Leader on this Thursday is uh, Tim Bingosi Chosopu, the President of the South African Youth Council, uh, which is a civil society structure that's an umbrella body of youth organizations from different backgrounds in the country. And, and maybe, Tim Gossi, just before we get into, um, you know, the the work of the Youth Council and uh, some of the policy work in particular at NEDLAC and how there's a connection drawn between that and grassroots youth struggles that are underway at a community level, who are some of the members of the Youth Council? Okay, uh, um, they're quite diverse. Mm. We've got, uh, we've got uh, young people from business, mm. Uh, like those who are coming from your, like your PDC, PUSA, uh, NAFCOC. Um, you've got young people who are coming from uh, your churches, South African Council of Churches. Uh, you've got young people who are coming from, from, from arts and culture, uh, human rights, and uh, of course you have those who are coming from political youth organizations. Uh, 
And just w- when we think about, I mean, I guess, you know, some of the challenges that young people face in the society, I mean, we are the majority. Uh, if you think numerically and from a demographic perspective. But but oftentimes, uh, when we think about the policy space or when we think about where power is exercised in the different lawmaking bodies across the length and breadth of our society, we probably don't think about young people in those spaces. Indeed. And and, and, and so in your experience, uh, I mean, Tim Ngozi, having uh, operated at NEDLAC, having you know uh, led within the Youth Council, what were some of the things that you, you've experienced in that space that, um, in a way, I guess, give you some perspective on sort of what young people could be doing in those spaces to really change the reality of our society? Because, I mean, policy is probably one of the areas that are systemic drivers of whatever change you want to achieve. Um, you know, one, one of the things that I usually, you know, end up in saying over the years is that uh, as, as young people, we tend to think youth development equates to entrepreneurship. Mm. And we, 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 we don't focus on other sides of struggle, like the policy space. Sure. For me, policy space is a side of struggle, and that's where young people should be. But I know, uh, lack of a better word, it's quite not a sexy space for young people mm. to be in, but it is quite critical. Uh, and, 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 and of course, it is critical because one, yes, you contribute, but also in return, you gain some knowledge. Mm. So my experience has been, uh, well, it, it's, it's quite challenging. Being young, uh, of course, you, we, we, we are still studying, we are still fresh from varsity. You, you, you engage in those platforms of network with some policy gurus from government, from labor, from business, and, and they will tend not to take you serious. So as a young person, you, 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 you must double your effort. So it is quite a challenging space. So it means you will have to prepare before the meeting because you must prove yourself. Even if, even if you make a very point, you must make sure that the point that you are making, simple as it, it, it can be, but how you package it, how you raise it, it is much more convincing compared to another person who may, who may make it. Mm. So that's one, one challenge that, that, that young people face, but not only a challenge, but also an opportunity for us to grow, right, in terms of understanding the issues mm. and equip yourself as a person. And, and then secondly, uh, itself, once once you have then proven yourself there and in that space, uh, uh, and once you shine in the space and you raise issues constructively, it also affords an opportunity for other young people who may not be in that space to be listened to, and 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 to 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 to, to really deal with some perceptions that young people are just uh, about clubs, young people uh, uh, are just about being. But it does also see, it, 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 it tends to also give people an opportunity to look. Say, young people are available in all spaces. Unfortunately, we tend not to be too many. But in the last few years, we seem to be growing in that space. Uh, for example, recently in the uh, one or two press, in the submission on what is called the Integrated Development Strategy, mm. the NY the the NY the, the NYTA bill, the National Youth Policy. You know, currently there's even discussions on NSFAS, mm. Central Application System. Mm. And they, 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 they've been quite young, relatively quite young young people and majority women that, that, that I've worked with and were quite passionate, you know, about participating in the space. You just say, look, 
There's no need for all of us to commit in the whole document. Just write two pages on a certain issue, we then debate and contribute. So, seemingly now, there's quite a, a growing number of young people, and it's quite, I must say, majority of them that we've worked with in, in all the places that I've mentioned, it's women. So mm-hmm. they seem now to be a, a, a growing interest in participating in the policy space. Probably we have not publicized sure, this and we have sure. not opened up you know, for young people to and participate. And I guess maybe that, that's my next question, uh, uh, Temugosi, which is in, in these organizations, least of all your member organizations, um, I, I mean, surely with, with your observation now that increasingly there's a, uh, you know, young people are being drawn to this work. Yes, it might not look as sexy as some of the other work, but they're being drawn into this work. What is some of the capacitation that could potentially happen at an organizational level? Because, I mean, certainly I would say as somebody who's sort of works in similar types of spaces that, you know, one would have hoped much earlier on to at least have had some of those tools uh, uh, to be able to grapple in policy debates, which are not just you know, the things you can learn in an economics or a politics class, but uh, potentially, you know, uh, um, a mix of some of the political, economic and other uh, uh, and even interpersonal skills that are needed to be able to operate in that space and to make impact in that space. Um, Okay, look, I think I think some some we look one 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 will be quite open and honest. But uh, one of the things that we've identified is that uh, as an organization ourselves, we tend to be much more inward looking mm. um, and and we've not necessarily opened ourselves up to, to to young people and we tended to focus in terms of contributions on those who are in leadership so in the past two years, we have said, "Look, let us open even those who are not, who, who may not be sort of Canadian council members, even those who may not belong to organizations but want to contribute into policy space let's approach them let's work with them mm. that's one part. But in terms of capacitation, recently, uh, look, I've had engagements with the with the with the with the Black Management Forum Young Professionals uh, about some capacity uh, building uh, programs. Uh, it is still an idea that uh, we are still uh, in, in, I mean, engaging with uh, the BMF Young Professionals on how we can work together. And then, and then, secondly, we do have some relations uh, with some sitters. But we have not focused much on capacity building of organizations. Mm. But CETAs, we have been looking much more in terms of giving opportunities for young people. The, the, the space of capacity building, I think that's where we will be moving towards, too. I mean, towards. Sure. And, and, and with what now we're discussing with BMF, the final I think that's what we will bring, um, bring it without. Tell me, just as we wrap up, I mean, Umso and Zonjaalo needs money as one resource, <laughs> right? Yeah. But the other resources that you need. Abandu have the subject knowledge. I mean, take for instance, there was a policy process now around data and cloud. Uh, you know, uh, data services as data center, whatever, and cloud. Now, some of us might not be perfect and understand those issues, but at least if you have specialists that you can have on hand, that's at least helpful to be able to take a position and be able to engage in some of those processes. Many of those people are listening in here, the subject matter experts and even some of the people with deep pockets. If you had any message to them, just as we wrap up, what, what would that message be? My message would, would be quite simple, Aya, is that uh, as the Youth Council, we don't necessarily need money into our account, mm. right? But it's on capacity building. Uh, if, let's say, we, we, need, we need to build a capacity of young people on, on, on different areas, uh, we need some capacity building programs that we can be assisted with. Mm. Uh, uh, because in most instances, people tend to be skeptical or actually give young people money uh, because we will charge it and so on and so forth. That we don't necessarily need money. 
uh, those people they can support us in one way or the other. Because look, uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, as a company, we can be able to put, to train you on uh, on ICT policies, on on policy development, mm. uh, on, on on research, you know, and so on and so forth. And then says, look, just give me 15 young people who will go uh, in terms of report writing and so on. Mm. Those opportunities for us, I mean, they, I mean, they quite count uh, without necessarily giving us a uh, money to our account. But of course, if there is any form uh, that may assist in terms of uh, the youth council and it's, I mean, in terms of its own operations and coordination, even that one would be quite uh, appreciated, of course, with the, with the reporting and accountability mechanisms. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I, I like that comment that you're making, which is that, you know, support is not only just financial, uh, and there might be others who want to volunteer their time uh, to say, look, you know, colleagues, this is the capability that I have. Let me volunteer my time. Uh, in that way. Uh, have you had any interactions, I guess, with corporations? Because, you know, I know them, they're always looking to dock off skills development and everything else, uh, uh, you know, uh, in line with the triple PE scorecards. Um, look, we, we, we've, we've, we've had uh, some engagement with business leadership South Africa okay. at a time of, uh, Mr. Or time when, the, um, just forgot now, is the chancellor at... Yes. yes, the Chancellor at the University of the State. We did have engagements, and uh, we also have um, uh, engagement with like institutions like Harambi. You mm. know, uh, we still are we're still having talks, um, and of course, uh, I mean they've been challenging, and uh, nothing yet has been has come much. And of and and unfortunately, my term of office uh, has come to an end. But I mean, my my term of office haven't even come to an end. Mm. Doesn't mean sure. that it stops. Those who are coming after me will take over. The conversation that we started already. Mm, mm. Yeah. Man, man, is all um, and I think just as you reach the tail end, it's probably the perfect moment to reflect. Uh, when you look at institutions that are aimed at improving in Tlalo, your locha, uh, it might be the youth council itself, its members, right through to something like a statutory body like the NYDA, um, and through to maybe all of the other instruments that commit themselves to, to uh, um, you know, improving the lives of young people. Uh, on coordination and alignment, what do you think we could do better? I think, I think what, 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 what we can do better, uh, we need to focus on, in fact, you have used a, a correct word, coordination. Mm. We are not coordinated. Seemingly, we are more competing uh, than complementing each other. All of us want to shine, you know. And uh, as, 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 as we want to shine, we then tend to, to, to elbow those who may be a threat uh, 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 to our own organization or to or, or institution, forgetting that we are all, all of us we are struggling to liberate young people, mm. we are struggling to develop young people. So my appeal is that if young people can identify one or two programs and say in these programs, we don't want the name of the youth council to be the one that's signing the NYDA or any other organization, but all of us, let's focus and target to achieve A, B, C, and D as a collective, mm. forgetting where we come from. And I think in that way, we can be able to change uh, some of the things that are, sure. that are challenges to young people. And we're competing for resources. And when you compete for resources, uh, you may not achieve. And in some instances, those that are, are funding you, uh, they may have uh, ulterior motives. Hence, uh, some run away and don't want to work mm. uh, uh, with colleagues. So I'm saying that all of us, let's just identify one, two issues, work together, forgetting where we come from, forgetting our logos. Mm. But I say that this is our ultimate goal. Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, that's a very poignant point that you raised there because 
Lendoya's badge, um, and uh, you are from this organization, the others from another organization, and we antagonize ourselves when our interests are in no way antagonistic. I think uh, it's something that requires uh, some political maturity, but I also think uh, a recognition that we all have a generational mission. Uh, and Mdagacho, so thank you very much uh, for coming through this evening to remind us of that. <laughs> outgoing president of the South African Youth Council, reminding us that as young people, irrespective of uh, one's political affiliation, ideological outlook, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, place of origin, uh, you know, all of those things are immaterial in relation to uh, what is a collective and a broadly defined generational mission that we have. Our interests are not antagonistic. And uh, you can certainly see that in how we are able to come together around common issues. And I do think uh, that uh, many of those common issues uh, relate not just to the educational space, but to many of the other challenges that we face in a very, very youthful country.